0: All right, people, we're back. Well, you will you see uh, post-flight action? I've been trying to do this for a couple hours now. I've had a big problem with my computers, so excuse me. But uh, this is uh, Cyril for versus uh, Tai Vasa post-flight. I'm just going to go through some of my notes here just to, just to kind of throw it at you guys, see what you think of it. I really, really like Charles Jourdain. I'm going to start from the bottom here. I really, really like that dude. I think he's a very tough guy, very crafty. But I, I didn't realize how good Nathaniel Wood was until watching this fight. In the middle of it, it's like it, when they're in a phone booth, Nathaniel Wood couldn't be beat, man. It's like Jourdain just didn't have the answer for the inside fighting of a Nathaniel Wood, man, which I thought was crazy. But uh, I, don't, I don't have a whole lot on that fight. I'm just going to keep going. This is just a quick little thing I'm throwing in here for a, uh, a uh, Sunday night, Monday night kind of thing. So, Aarons versus Gomez it was actually an interesting flight. you know, when, when I looked at it from the, from the get-go, because they were really talking Aarons up big time. Like, this, this guy, you know, this and that about this guy. But when I started watching, I'm like, well, wait a minute, guys. It's like you gave Gomez no respect at all. You know, a lot of good hype from Aaron's man, but as soon as when they got in there, Aaron started getting lit up a little bit here. Gomez was having a way with him, and um, it just seems like Gomez's skill was just—he was just the better fighter of the whole night, in my opinion. Aaron's has got that thing, you know. Maybe he's from France. I don't know. You know, if he's a France fighter, he's a very new France fighter that that's competing in UFC. Because I can tell you, he's a new guy in UFC. So which tells me he's from France, because that's what they do, man. You go to a new country, you're going to grab a bunch of new guys in order to grab uh, local town favorites, No, you know, local town. You know, you, you want to grab the fans with some new guys, with some hometown guys, I should say. So, anyway, Gomez had that fight in the bag, I thought, but don't want to shit on Aaron's. He, he looked good as well, but he looked good in certain kind of fights. On his way up, you know, not saying he's, you know, an ass kicker just yet, but he's getting there, you know. But Gomez just looked like a far better fighter to me, but, you know, obviously getting the win. So, copy love, man. Strike, his strike work looked really, really good. Uh, And not not really giving any um, disrespect to G. Carrico, Di has been in, in UFC for quite a while now and, and he's done really well and has always looked really good but it's just I think when going into the into the, uh, into the third round the striking coach told Kopilov, look, let go you need to let go here, let this guy have it he lands a nasty kick and just starts going you know, the body kicks were nasty and, uh, and just the accurate strikes it's like they, they just told him, hey, let it go and, and look what happened it looked like uh, Di Chirico just kind of collapsed underneath him, and it was nasty. But um, this is a fight kind of kind of ticks me off in ways because I'm Nasraddin Imovov is talking a lot of trash in this fight. Not to say that Buckley wasn't. You know, I, I I've been a fan of Buckley. I like him. I think he's a good fucking tough guy. Carries a lot of muscle, but it's still got a good gas tank to just manage that kind of a lot of guys can't do that man he's been really good at that he's proven to do that in the last couple years and uh i move off just comes out looking like a smart ass just a smart ass all night and uh it really wasn't an easy night for him for a guy that's like showboating you know and and just acting like he should should have won this fight easily and everything else and giving up nine miles of reach it's like dude okay you're like two feet two feet taller than this guy you know, I don't know. I really, I, I've really been kind of been a fan of I'm of off But at the same time, tonight just kind of shows me what kind of guy he is. You know, and everybody does certain things to build a fight, too. So that's probably a lot of it. It's probably not what I really think of him. It's it's how he's building a fight. And to make it interesting for his his crowd, you know. And I, and I get that, you know. But in my opinion, man, really... A fight like this, and I, I just heard my, my chair making noises, so I apologize. But hopefully it's not, it's not, uh, the mic's not catching that. Let me get my shit in gear here. But um, I don't think anybody really loses in this fight. And I'm talking about Buckley versus uh, Imovoff. I thought it was a really, really good fight. It showed what both of these guys are capable of and how good they look at this point in their career. So even though Imovoff uh, I'm got the win. Naserdeen was way too cocky, in my opinion, for for where he's at. It's like you're still very uh, fairly new in the game, man. You might want to scale back the cockiness a little bit here, you know. Especially when it comes to a Buckley. You know, Buckley looked really good in some some uh, moments of that fight. So, like I said, no, I don't think anybody really lost here. I'm really excited to see what Buckley does after this. Same with uh, Naserdeen, man. I, I'm interested to see what both these guys do. So. I'm a boss but I'm gonna go ahead and finish it up with this Buckley doesn't lose a lot of a lot of stock here you know he still looks good you know he's fighting a guy that he's given up a lot of reach he still did really well against him I'm a boss I'm a boss I'm a boss looks good but did what he should have against the guy that he's given he's, he's got about nine feet feet to reach on and yes I'm being facetious I'll be just being I'm joking I'm being funny but um Okay, I'm going to go into the last two fights of this this card. Which was an impressive card, man. It really was. And that is Robert Whittaker facing Marvin Vittori. I've been a big fan of Marvin Vittori for a long time. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why I'm not... It's not that I'm not not a fan anymore. It's that the fact that he's not changed in the past probably three years. And that kind of bothers me a little bit because... It, Robert Whittaker always proved to me to be the kind of guy that would stay stay inside just enough to be that counter striker that almost catches you before you get your strike. He like he reads you, he reads you like a three page book. It's like he knows what you're gonna do. He's already read it, you know. And and by the time you get it off, he's catching you and uh, either out of the way or already caught you with a shot. Punches you in the face and he's out of there. This night. This fight showed that so much. It was like, oh my gosh, Robert, Robert Whitaker not have, could not have looked any better tonight, and it just goes to show you, Robert Whitaker has cleared out the division. Israel Adesanya has cleared out the division. It just goes to show you that a lot of people probably don't want to see a Adesanya Whitaker three, or or whether. It, I actually don't think I don't think it's I don't think it has reached three yet. But a lot of people don't want to see another fight between them guys, and I get that. It's like, of course you don't want it to. A lot of people are talking about um, whether Whittaker was talking about it or not. I haven't heard, but if Whittaker talking about going up to two hundred five, I don't get that because. Correct me if I'm wrong, man. Whittaker's not a giant guy, and him going in here against the guys that are two hundred five. I, I just don't see it, man. I almost think he'd be better off maybe maybe scaling down a little bit and going going over to 170. I could be totally wrong, like I say, man. But I think with as good as he does where he is, maybe going down in, going down in weight, because I, I think there's a lot of fights where he looked like he was giving up a lot of size. So if he's not giving up size going down in weight, why go up? I just think he would be at a disadvantage again, you know. Like like where I, a lot of times I thought Robert Whittaker looks like he's given up size advantage. I've always seen that from probably the last five years. So it's like, well, why go up to two hundred five and give up a shit ton more? Why not go down to one seventy? And I don't really know. You know, like I said, I'm not a. I just go off the knowledge I know, the knowledge I have. Why why go up when you can go down? You know, get rid of it. Get, you know, lose some pounds naturally. You know, give it, a, give it a good six months, eight months, nine months, whatever, whatever it takes, and go down to a professional weight where you could manage a small cut. You know, Robert Whitaker basically has no, not much of a weight cut at all. So, why not go down to 170 where you could be a, you could be, you might be dominant. That's just my thought. I don't, I don't know how hard it is for him to manage uh, 180. It, excuse me, 185, you know, and how, how much of a change would be to 170. I'm not a pro on that shit, so I, I don't know, but it just seems to me like he's always been a really small 185-er. So if he's a small 185-er, why not go to 170, cut 10 pounds per fight? 10 pounds is not that big of a deal when it comes to as a grand scheme, you know what I mean? The whole the big picture, cutting 5, five pounds, cutting 10 pounds, Not that big of a deal. Some of these guys are cutting 30 pounds. So if he's still cutting that small amount of weight to get to his desired weight for fight night, it makes sense to me. But I don't know. If you guys agree with that or you guys have a differing opinion, um, spike at shoeandspike.com is the email if you want to give an opinion on that. But I just think that this fight was – it shows that Vittori – and I'm going to sound really like I'm bagging on Vittori, and I'm really not, because I've always really liked his style, the way he can get inside and just beat the crap out of somebody, or not even necessarily inside. He can, no matter whether it was, whether it's outside or inside, he can just make distance. He can really just get inside distance quickly and start smashing somebody. We've seen him do it over the last couple of years. But the thing I can say about Marvin Vittori I've been a fan of him because he can he can come in and smash. But I've been kind of looking at him in a different way lately. Okay, you've had your title shot. You've had your Costa fight. And now you've had your uh, Robert Whittaker fight. They all look the same. They look like Marvin Vittori is a one-punch pony. I mean, it really looks like he's a guy that can get inside, smash you, or... Or pay the price. And it's just... It's never changed. I almost... You know, and I've said this in the past. In the Illegal Obo uh, show. I just think it's gotten to the point where... Marvin Vittori, Mar- Marvin Vittori is very impressive as a fighter. But he needs to change camps. You know, we've seen that happen a lot. You know, um, if you want to go back to the old days. The old days, I mean, like Pride and everything else. A lot of these guys would change camps... And it would it would do a, such a great service to their career, not even old days, but recent days. You know, um, even Anderson Silva. Not saying he ever changed camps, but that guy would would take direction from all kinds of different coaches, different, you know. And you see what it did for him. He was he's probably still going to go down as one of the best best middleweights ever. So I mean, it it just I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it's when it comes to natural talent, I just think Marvin Vittori needs to work a little harder. I don't think the natural talent, the natural talent for I can come inside or outside and do whatever I got to do is just beat the hell out of you with good wrestling skill as well. I think Marvin Vittori looks great, but it's like he's at a ceiling at this point, in my opinion. Marvin Vittori has to go to a different camp, different coaches, different sayers. Whether it's a, it's a bunch of yes men, I don't know. But he needs to get to some gnomon and say, No, you need to do this, you need to do that. This is where you need to change it up because Marvin Vittori in my opinion and, and UFC can blow him till till next Sunday. I don't give a shit. Marvin Vittori needs to change coaches because wherever he is, they're just being Oh, yeah, you look good, you look good. You need to start changing something because it, it's not working. It's He's been the same fighter for the last three or four years, maybe even more. But I'm just going by what I know, which <laughs> might not be much. I don't know, but yeah, I'm just going by what I'm saying. But I'm telling you, Robert Whittaker—he he made it look easy. And if you're somebody that can make it look easy against Marvin Pettori, I it's pretty well easily said that Robert Whittaker. Is, is that damn good. And not only that, Marvin Vittori needs to change shit up. Because I thought Marvin Vittori should have done a lot better in this fight. And I'm not taking nothing away from uh, Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker is a fucking animal, and he proved it. He proved it real easily. And the fact that Marvin Vittori couldn't even really get a good, I mean, he couldn't even land a good shot. Really, I mean, if you look at it, Wholeheartedly, He could not even land one good, clean shot. Maybe one, but it was probably about 50%. It was not a good, 100% clean shot. And if you want to look at Robert Robert Whitaker, Robert Whitaker is the guy that will pepper you to death or land a good shot on you. Robert, Robert Whitaker landed a ton of hard shots on Marvin Vittori tonight. He took a page. Actually, he... I don't even want to say he took a page. He beat the shit out of Vittori tonight. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, man. I, Marvin Vittori needs to go backwards here, and let's 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 reassess because what he's been doing in the last three years has not been doing any 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 service to his career. And and I I went way overboard on that fight, so I'm gonna move on and. Uh, I would say uh, Vittori Elementary School and uh, Robert Whitaker College. So there you go. There's there's my difference between the fight knowledge that these guys uh, brought tonight. So and which I mean Saturday because this is definitely not Saturday. Avassa being a very dangerous guy, man. It's and he proved it in second round. I'm not going to give the uh, cra- crazy crazy uh, long. Drawn out thing like I did with Vittoria, which some of Vittoria should have get good cut, but um, I'm going to put a lot of this uh, just straight up without cutting a bunch of shit and going on a tangent like I do, like I've always done, you know, in the uh, Illegal Elbow show. But um, Gon is a calculated striker, man, and he, he's showed that hands down in this fight. I will say the one good thing that Tai Tuivasa did that he normally does, and he's done every fight, is I will I will murder you if you give me a single little chance to do it, and and Tai, Tai got in close. And managed to to connect on uh, Gon's chin. Gon went down. Gon said he was knocked out. I I highly doubt he was knocked out because he got right up directly. But, whatever Gon can say what he wants to say, it's it's his. His uh, his time in the spotlight was he knocked out? I guarantee I, I I highly doubt it. But at the same time, it's like you're talking about Ty, du- Ty Tuivasa. That guy, you know, smashed uh, Derek Lewis. You know, which I don't know, man. I kind of have mixed feelings about Derek Lewis right now. If I'm gonna go there, I kind of think Derek Lewis. If you're gonna keep going against heavy strikers and you look this bad, you're starting to look like. You can't take a punch, and, and guys, believe me, I love Derek Lewis, man. I love to watch. I love his Instagram. If you haven't seen Derek Lewis Instagram, my gosh, go check it out. Oh my, like, it's it's great. It's comedy, straight comedy. The guys, the guy's hilarious. The guy's attitude. The guy's what a cool person, man. But it's like when you get into certain fights where somebody will take it to him, take it to his chin. Go go, you know. You know, test for test, chin for chin, punch for punch. I'm starting to kind of question Derek Lewis, man. Don't don't hate me on that one. That's just kind of my uh, quick little honest opinion on it. But with that being said, tai Tuivasa is a fucking animal. But those piercing shots to the fucking belly were the beginning of the end for tai Tuivasa. Gone being a kickboxing champion but just a guy that, that is a master of range I don't think there's anybody in heavyweight division right now that can understand and and reach and understand and, and go about the reach prowess that this guy has it's, it's ridiculous how good this guy is at, at keeping you at bay front pierce kicking your fucking stomach you know, like in a Tai Vasa, and just it's ugly, man. It's ugly, and uh, yeah, he's he's gone uh, with uh, the heavyweight champion of UFC, which we we'll don't even know if this guy's coming back anytime soon. I don't know what the hell this guy's going. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with uh, Francis Zaganu, but he's talked about fighting uh, the boxing champion, the Irish guy. You know why I can't remember his name right now is because I'm in uh, MMA mode. I'm not in boxing mode but those th- those guys I would love to see it I'd love to see it but Francis Zagano is going to get chewed up on that fight I guarantee it because it's a totally different world man Francis who hasn't seen anything close to boxing yet and I'll tell you what um, Tyson Fury will will chew him up and spit him out all over the all over the fucking boxing cage Tyson Fury will uh, will smash him and I, one one reason why I think he will is because his distance control and his leaning. He will lean on him and make make him carry that weight. Just like he does with all his other fights, man. I'm not saying that's the only thing that he has in his arsenal. He's got plenty of other. But I'll tell you what, that's one thing that I noticed about his arsenal, and he's damn good at it, man. Tyson Fury will smash you, make you carry weight, and then once you're done carrying that weight and, and we're on to the, on the next round, he will smash you again, make you carry some more weight, it's, it's a never-ending game, and you can't get out of it. You, once you get into that game, you can't find your way out of it because he's a fucking master of it. But anyway, man, uh, just a little uh, post-fight. I, I really got excited about this uh, Taito ivasa uh, uh fight, and especially with the uh, Robert Whittaker performance. Robert Whittaker looked like, I mean, literally, I don't know what round it was because this has probably happened through every round but it's just it seemed like once Vittori got his feet set and he was gonna get it throw a, throw a shot and land on him, Whitaker already already saw it and, and and landed a jab which threw his through Vittori's head back or he landed straight right. it was through Vittori's head back and it's like Vittori got got awful pissed off but it's like there wasn't much he can do about it. It's like as soon as he gathered himself a little bit, and started to come back, and started to look like he was certainly landing some shot. He got his head sprung back again. He was like a Pez dispenser in there. It looked ridiculous. And it just, that's why I think Vittori needs to at least take some different opinions or something. I'm not saying you need to change everything. You know, because I'm, I'm no pro. I just go by what I've seen over the last, whatever, since the 90s. I've been watching MMA since the 90s. I think I probably have a decent idea of what some guys can do to change up their game. And I think he I think right now a, a big service to his career right now would be to get some second opinions here because I do believe he's right around the age of 29, maybe 30, even 31, let's say. You got to change things up, man, because you're getting your ass kicked where you should be really refining your refining your game. You know, and really toning things up, you know, rather than just Yes, give me every chance, give me every chance, give me every chance. No, 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 back up. Refine your game, man. You know? I don't know, just my thoughts anyway, guys. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys sticking around. What a night of good fights, though, man. Wow. Cyril gone. Tai Tuivasa. I, I, I'm interested to see what Tai Tuivasa does with this. He lost his ass, but it's like he looked good, too, at the same time. But it's just it was a matter of time before... Cyril Gan was going to finish tied to Avassa, and he did it. And it's like when you got uh, Marvin Matori taking on a uh, Robert Whitaker. It's just like Robert Whitaker has probably never looked better. Robert Whittaker looked, it was a masterful performance. And Marvin Matori should watch tape of this. And I don't mean this to disrespect Marvin Matori, if you ever hear this, which you probably never will, but if you ever hear this, Please go watch tape and reassign people that will help you with your strike game, with your front front kick game, or something like that. Something that will change things up to where people won't expect the same thing from you. Because, I'll tell you what, Robert Whittaker saw everything that Marvin Vittoria was bringing, and he, he made an ass out of him. I hate to say it, but... Cause I, I like all these guys, man. The four guys I've been talking mainly about, I love them all, man. They're all great fighters. Bruton Braun or straight skill kickboxing prowess to the belly of a, a monstrous fucking heavyweight. I mean, it's all there tonight for this night. Cyril versus uh, Tai Tuivasa. So. But anyway, man, I thought it was a great night, but I thought there was a lot to say about it. That's why I want to jump in here and uh, talk to you guys about it. So, You guys have a great night. Uh, Share this if you like. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to do a lot of flight stuff. We'll do a little bit of flight stuff here and there because I still like talking about it, especially on a good night like this. If it's just two nights that are really crazy good, I'll talk about them. You know what I mean? So expect that. You know what I mean? It's going to happen. But anyway, guys, uh, I appreciate it. Share it up. Like it. uh, Subscribe wherever you're at. And uh, we'll see you next week, man. Thanks, guys.